0: All righty, guys, we're here. Hi, it's Donna Rudowitz from Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond. And today we have lovely Rachel Phillips with us. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. And just before we came in here live, Rachel and I were just chatting because this is something some, that Rachel doesn't normally do, right? This is the first time come, kind of coming on a Facebook live and Putting yourself out there to be seen and heard. So I just want to congratulate you on that, Rachel, because it's a big part, I believe, in our journey as women to put ourselves in a place or choose to put ourselves in a place where we're gonna expand and we're gonna grow. And I know that for you, this is this is a big growth journey. So before we get into the conversation, for those of you who are new to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond community, my name is Donna Rudowitz and I am a licensed clinical psychotherapist who turned in her psychotherapy practice to really function as a rapid transformational relationship coach. And I have a program called Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond. And this is where I help women heal their soul fracture from divorce or relationship breakup to fall in love with themselves again and to really begin to build that blueprint of our amazing life. And Rachel, you are just coming off of graduation. (laughs) So this is going to be a really kind of cool time to have the conversation. And Rachel, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and anything you want to share? Um,
1: well, my divorce happened a long time ago when my son was small, but, um, the fracture continued, right. And I had a few bad relationships in between and I discovered you and, um, found out that there was going to be a way for me to heal. So, um, I have my one son half time and I live in the country, I uh, have a few animals. And so I really enjoy. I spending. love that you have, an, you take, you have goats, right? So what kind of animals do you have? Do you have goats? What else? So they're dairy goats. And then I have a few ducks and a few chickens I and, um, a couple of cats and some stray cats that come and I put some food out for them and then <laughs> I have a flock of chickens that comes and visits me every day. So I feed them too. Um, but it's just on a few acres so it's you know it's nothing too extensive but it's enough for me to to know yeah. that if i just need a little bit of quiet i just walk outside how gorgeous how is gorgeous that Yeah. So I'm more attuned to being outdoors than indoors. Um, Yes.
0: Yes. And we were talking about that yesterday, right? Like the technology Mm -hmm. stuff and emails and Facebook and all like, it's very, you're much more in tune to being outside and with nature, Mm -hmm. which is great. It's so it's great to be that connected to just that part. And you had said something, Rachel, that really stood out for me. Um, Oh, Jeanette's with us. Yay, Jeanette, I'm so happy to see you. So Jeanette and Rachel, um, I'm not sure if you guys went through the program together or you may have overlapped. But yes, Jeanette, I do believe it's fate how we find each other. But I'm so glad you're here. Um, Rachel, you had said something about you know, being divorced and then kind of going through some relationships that didn't quite work. Right. And then sort of moving um, forward. And I, I just want to put it out there for anybody who's listening. Um, I think it's a common thing that we, after divorce, we're, I call it post-traumatic divorce disorder in a sense, because there's trauma that's attached to it. And we do what the world tells us to do, which is let's just get over it. Let's move forward. Let's put the past behind us. Let's go out and date. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with the dating part, but I do think that if we don't do the work on ourselves first to clear out the junk that was residual and get our heart and head back in alignment, we end up attracting people who aren't quite our right fits that is um that in the past
1: was my pattern yes and um it's it's a it's a long journey of self um um inspection i guess to see yep. how far back did this actually go and mm. it's not anybody's fault i just wasn't 100% from my heart and my soul in my relationships and so of course they were
0: destined to fail so my Rachel, my I love that you said that. Yeah. Right. Like, So the, I, I want everyone to understand and be and to listen to Rachel's language. It's beautiful because mm-hmm. it's not anyone's fault. I believe we do the best we can with what we have. We just didn't know any better. Right. We didn't know that we're carrying these patterns. We didn't know we were carrying these belief systems. All, what we knew is that what the data that was showing up in front of us in our life just over and over again was sort of a very similar pattern just in a different person or a different body or a different experience. And it doesn't even necessarily have to even show up in an intimate relationship. It could have been with a, a child. It could have been in a work really, but it's very similar patterns because we weren't aware of it until we are. And you can become painfully aware of it in different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So let's go back to when we first met. Where were you when we first met? You were in a space. If I remember our first call together, um, you were in that space where you wanted to, to really learn how to reprogram the brain, right? Those neural pathways to remove that, those ruminating thoughts that were keeping you stuck. What, What else? Did I get everything or what else were you sort of struggling with at the time?
1: I have, um, for a while known that I'm, I'm, I'm at a changing point in my life where trying to be more unapologetically Rachel and be fierce in my self-love, but the affirmations or the, you know, like the, um, self-care work that I was doing just felt kind of scattered and I, I would go peak for a day and then I'd fall right back into a valley. So I want to say I was sort of, um, Hanging out in this valley where there's
0: a lot of shadows. Mm-hmm. I'm really yeah. into
1: metaphors. I don't know if you can tell. I love
0: metaphors. You know that. <laughs> you and I are both that way. We love metaphors. Yeah. Oh. So I was um,
1: also struggling. Um, my mom had been sick for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I was her primary caregiver, but you know, yep. struggling with trying to find help mm-hmm. and and balancing that, you know, it, it what's my worth, what's my purpose? And, um, I just, I knew that I needed to make a drastic change.
0: I love that. Okay. We just got to stop here for a second because this, this is a, (laughs) this is a mic drop moment because you, and I'm sure every single woman, most women are struggling with this exact question, right? I'm just going to put it up there, which is what's my worth and what's my purpose. Mm -hmm. Is that I think in our lives as women, we've been conditioned in a sense to put other people before us in many ways. And that if we don't put other people before us or we don't volunteer our time or we don't Give away free stuff right that type with our time our energy our money our effort then you're considered selfish right you're considered like oh my gosh and and what has happened over the years is then the one the most important piece of the puzzle we forget about it is ourself
1: mm-hmm. you feel guilty for taking the time away from other people to yes take care of yourself.
0: yes mm-hmm. But isn't it interesting how yet we give the advice to loved ones and to family members to really take care of themselves but when it comes time to ourselves this is this is a huge a huge thing. And what, and you know, and I'm just going to reframe this question and let's talk about this because this is something that we talk about in DG a lot is not looking at necessarily what we're, we're trying not to achieve. We want to look at 10% of what it is we don't want because we do have to address it, right? 10%, but 90%, we really want to look at it where we're going. So the question doesn't come out to You know, what's my worth? What's my purpose is where we could transmute that question to what do I need to do to step in full alignment with my heart and my head and my soul?
1: Yeah. Which you
0: did, right? By joining DG, you took inspired action and you began doing that. So let's talk about this journey. Let's talk about what you've learned and what really just for you personally, if we think about just if, you know, between four months, between four months, three and a half months or so between back and to now, what are some of the things that you could just share with anyone who's listening that you could say, this is, wow, I I need to share this.
1: Um, boy, where to start? Okay. So in the (laughs) beginning, I knew I wanted to be in this program. I made an investment. I, I made a promise to myself and a commitment to the program. Um, but what I found is that Every time I felt like, you know, you had said somewhere early on, you might feel like you want to skip this because you've already learned this in your past yep, and you already knew about this. And there are a lot of things I've been studying that I already knew. And I've, oh, I've heard of them. I've read that book. I've, I've done that work, but you said, do it this way, because this is a formula that will transform. And I made the folder on my, um, bookmark the transformation yeah for twenty twenty two. And I it was difficult and I there's been times where I've been stuck, but mm-hmm. I
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've been learning to trust the process.
0: And oh, not oh, that's another mic drop moments. <laughs> right? Yes. Trust mm-hmm. the process. And so let's just can, can we have this conversation about just I I was a very similar space when, where you were Rachel early on when I started is I was doing a lot of reading books. I was doing a lot of podcasts. I was doing a lot of self-help. I was in therapy. I was doing everything that we were supposed to say be doing, but I had the same experience as you. I felt it felt fractured to me. It felt splintered to me because there was no one direction, right? What, what is that saying? You could be the, you know, the, um, the master of none, but Yeah. yeah. You know, what does that say? Yeah. How does it go? Like you're the
1: jack of all trades, but of all chains,
0: master of none. You know, yeah, and that, the-
1: that's kind of been my life, Donna. Like I've that's been good at a lot of things, but not really, really great at one thing, except for mm-hmm. giving everything I have to, you know, the moment to help yep. other people. Like yep. that's been my focus. And um, even when it at the expense of my own health. Yep and mental health and emotional health and, you know, saying, Oh, well, it's okay. You know, I'll, I'll take care of me later. And so, uh, the, the trusting that it's okay to take care of myself came early on in the beginning of this journey.
0: Yeah,
1: And, um, I really struggled with a few of the ideas about, um, Well, not gratitude because I'm grateful. I mean, my motto is grateful every day. You'll see it on my iPhone signature. You'll see it everywhere. I I love my life. But forgiveness and expanding that to understand that even if somebody doesn't ask forgiveness, you're not really looking to forgive them. You're forgiving yourself for things that you've held
0: against people which are harming yourself. That's right. It's a it's reverberation, right? It's mm-hmm. coming to understand that there really are laws of reciprocity. There are mm-hmm. laws of this universe that are very much into effect, like the law of gravity. You could say, I don't believe in gravity. Well, you fall off a building. Guess what? You're going to believe in you're gravity. Gonna,
1: you're going <laughs> to until you hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I, I love here. that
0: you said that, Rachel, because it is, it is a key point. We're not forgiving someone because we condone them or Mm -hmm. saying their actions were okay, or saying that no justice needs to be had, because none of that's actually the case. Justice absolutely still needs to be had. We are absolutely not condoning the actions. But what we are doing is we are removing ourselves out of that energetic loop of toxic energy, because that energetic loop of toxic energy is going to the environment and looking for its like right? Because that's what happens. Like attracts like. And Mm -hmm. if we're in that toxic loop, who do you think it's going to attract? Other people with low vibrational frequency Mm -hmm. and other people, right? We don't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. So we break the loop.
1: Yeah. And rethink the the thoughts in a way that you're not focused on what was bad, but what good can come out of it. And when you focus on the good stuff, Yep, other good stuff will follow. Yep, and and I would even really say
0: it's not even just the good stuff, Rachel. And tell me if you agree with me on this. It's it, we're creating new neural pathways.
1: I believe that right. Like we're, we're, yeah. we're literally
0: creating the new neural pathways of training our brain. I think divorce and gracefully and beyond, to in my in my particular viewpoint, is more just as is, is is just as equally is about brain fitness as it is about healing the soul fracture and bringing our life back on track is that no one told us that our brain just because we think something doesn't mean it's true and feeling is not fact it's feeling and no one told us how to bring our brain back in line you know think about like with you with your animals that you you cater to and you love right that are there you don't just allow them to rule the roost that you you give they have to follow rules right like they have to be put in line like here's where you're allowed to eat there's times of eating here's where you're allowed to graze here's where they're allowed to roam but they're not allowed in the house (laughs) they're not allowed in certain areas because we tell we tell them what's appropriate what's not appropriate and I don't know anybody who's listening to this if you feel like you've got your life together in one area let's say you, you have good family and you've got good friends and work is good but this part your relationship part isn't in line know that you're not alone because it's just your brain just only knows what it knows until we give it a different program.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a belief, one of the things, you know, if, if, if I keep
1: telling myself or thinking, no, you're worth yep. it. It's great. But my belief is like, yeah, but who's really
0: going to buy that? Then that's mm-hmm. not going to work. No, because so- that's the subconscious belief. And, yeah. and I, you know, it's like on the, on our mind, which is 5%, the conscious thought could say, like you said, the positive thought of all is well, this is great. You know, you're, you're worthy, but subconsciously, if we haven't changed the program underneath, what comes up is, no, you're not, you're not, worthy. like, what do you, you, what makes you think that that's the culprit that we need to address, right? Is those subconscious Mm
1: -hmm. patterns. Yeah. They're pretty strong if they've been there a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think having community Mm -hmm. to help you, you know, break out of those patterns too. I mean, you can just check in and be reminded that you know you are and you're great, and everybody's in this for you and with you, and the universe doesn't conspire against you. Always
0: conspires Always. for you. Right. Look at the language. You 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 have a whole new vocabulary, my friend. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. It is true. That's why I love to have these conversations. Is sometimes we surprise ourselves. You have an entirely different vocabulary.
1: Yeah. And I and I say it to myself. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I reread my words that I've written and Mm I I stay out of old beliefs now. Yeah. Because they didn't serve me. You know, I I don't follow them. I'm not tricked into going down that path. Um, Because now we we now
0: become aware. So Mm -hmm. So what I like to say is that sometimes when we're in these patterns or these loops of thoughts, even though we know they don't inherently, even if we don't know they're good or wrong, like, we, don't, we never say right or wrong, bad or good. We just say, do these okay. thoughts serve us? Do they hurt okay. us? We may know these thoughts are hurting us, but we, we, don't, we can't even become aware of it. We're not even sure what's going on. And that's because a lot of times that in, until you do the work, your brain is operating in a fight or flight mode. It's operating in survival And if you think about it when when our brain is in survival mode you can't paint the house while the porch is on fire because the only thing your body and your brain wants to know is how do i keep alive so it's going to scan the environment for everything that's wrong it's going to scan the environment for what could potentially go wrong right and that's why that's why there's so much conflict and i believe rachel i believe that a lot of our distress as women isn't necessarily because what we're experiencing, it's the thoughts about what we're experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. Or our or, or, or perceived beliefs about what we're experiencing that's giving us the stress because we're future pacing problems that may not even be there. And that's because our brain isn't in a place of being able to be into that, that homeostasis into a place of being able to see and to separate all we're looking for is how do I stay alive today? Even though technically you, you may have a home, you may have a good job and all of those things, they're not true. You're very safe, but your brain is operating in that. And, And what it does is it pinches us off from being able to see things objectively.
1: Yeah, because you could easily say, yeah, but my house could catch on fire and my I could lose my job tomorrow, yep. right? Always
0: I, I, I'm going to raise my hand because I was that. I don't know if you were that. I'm sure many women who are, are here are experiencing that is we could have technically good stuff in our life, but we could look at it. It's kind of like Saturday, Saturday night live. If you've ever seen the episode with um where you just won the lottery and I think, and she goes, but you have to pay all the taxes, you know, and that, and that's like kind of like that. <laughs> right so it's kind of like that whole concept is like you could have a wonderful life and you could have so many things and in your heart you could have your true desire that's looking to come out but if you're stuck in if you're circling the drain the only thing that you're seeing is the the the, what is not going right and you're not able to move forward
1: yeah yeah. So getting back to your question, you know, of where I was then and where I am now, I, um, I learned that you can feel really uncomfortable right before everything turns great. <gasps> That's, so you don't, yes, the
0: biggest breakthrough is right after the b- biggest breakdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it does feel really uncomfortable right before it feels great. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest for your life, when, when you're close, everything gets kind of like shaky or foggy or, Mm -hmm. or you don't want to take that very last step. And you just kind of set, you have to, you have to have faith in the process and, you know, and be okay where you are right now and know that where you are right now is really where you're supposed to be and not fight the process.
0: That's exactly, exactly what you're supposed to be. And I think that's what keeps people not only stuck, but it keeps them not living their their life is because we do, most of us will move away from pain and towards pleasure. So when it gets to mm-hmm. look like, oh my gosh, my this is blowing up right in front of my face, that's that's not that's just a perception, right? Yes, things may not be going the way, but it's not necessarily what we think because you you're gonna give up three feet before gold. Don't give up three feet before gold. And I remember we've had these conversations during the Q and a calls, Rachel, right? Where Mm -hmm. you had some reverberations or some moments where you're like, Donna, this is tough. You had some tough things you went through. Yeah. And you reframed it to exactly what it was. The tough things weren't bad or good. They weren't wrong or right. What they were is exactly what you said, which is uncomfortable. And I learned I learned how to be uncomfortable and be okay. Holy shit! Excuse Great. my language, guys. That is—that's—it's—it's it's brilliant for us to be able to do that.
1: And and I think the way for me is knowing to, not to give up on that because. Let's see if I can remember what I wanted, how I wanted to say this. It's it's okay to be uncomfortable um, because if you don't move out of your stuck place, whether it's in a bad relationship or a job, you know, is really not right for you or, or, you know, you can't get rid of that old pair of jeans because it was your favorite but it didn't fit you anymore you know whatever it okay, is
0: or let's okay guys let's be real the pair of jeans that you think you're gonna get into lose <laughs> enough weight right the ones that you used to wear that were like eight sizes too small but you're like no but this year i'm gonna do it you save that size like two right, right. you're to size 10 but you're gonna get in that size two yeah i know those and until
1: you take that pair of size twos out of the closet <laughs> There's no room for your new size pants that are going to be amazing, look great on you and make you feel fantastic. You're just wearing old stuff that doesn't feel good because you, because you're afraid to let it go. Mm -hmm. And, and so that's exactly how, thanks for the metaphor. Um, You can't feel great about where you are until you take both feet and put them in the new place.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think, I think doing what you did, Rachel, which was, you knew something needed to shift in your life and you took inspired action to take yourself there and, and, and had uncertainty, but you did it anyway, right? There's a book that says feel the fear and do it anyway. And I think it's the same thing in this work is that we could sit on the side of the river and look over at that river all day and say, I want to be on that other side. I want to be on that other side. But until you get your ass up and until you figure out how you're going to get to the other side, you may find a rowboat, you may swim, you may use a log. I don't care how you're going to do it, but it's you, no one is coming to save you, right? There's no knight in shining armor. I just had this conversation this morning. I would have loved a knight in shining armor in my life. I would have loved not to have to handle all the stuff that I had to handle. It would have been, it was kind of my childhood dream in a sense, right? Like these, these yeah. fairy tale dreams that I had and But the truth of the matter is we don't need someone to swoop us off our feet. We get to do that ourselves. And to me, I think it's that much more precious. How do you feel? Because now it doesn't mean your life is perfect, right? There's still things that we're dealing with and that's just life. But when you find yourself, Rachel, like peace, you know?
1: Yeah. And there are so many little things in my life that I don't know what I was waiting for. You know, like, I really can't do this by myself. I think I need to have some help and I just don't know who to ask. Or, you know, there's always this thing. And then I realized, like, just try just start it. And if you need
0: help, make a phone call, hire somebody, you know, ask for help, learn. Yes. learn like, to... it's like, th- like, holy camoly, I have resources. I could hire someone. I could, I could look, I could do something. I could ask for help. I don't, I don't have to do this alone.
1: You don't have to stay stuck. And I'm a, you know, you said fight or flight and yep. kind of a freeze
0: mm-hmm. or fain.
1: I think. The freeze you know.
0: or yeah. The fawn, the fawn. Yeah. Yep. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I realized in, um, a lot of times when I'm fearful of doing something, I just don't move. Yep. So that's my, I don't run and I don't get, you know, like ready to battle. I just go it's into myself and I just kind of wait it out, you know, and, and that part of me doesn't get things done. And yep. the new me that says, well, why not just try it and see what happens Spend the money, make a vacation plan. don't wait for the perfect moment. Tell other people you're busy that week. don't wait to say well that's why I can't go on vacation because they needed me that weekend after all right that's not, that's not living your life that's living other people's lives and and just being moved like a pawn on a chessboard
0: yep. when you know you're really the queen and you can go any direction you want. I love that you are the queen, and you could go any direction you want. You are the queen, because that is the truth. And what I think is, you know, let me just write this in here, direction you want, because there's something to this I want to add to that too. And that is when we truly are the queen and we can go any direction that we want, it doesn't mean that other people in our lives are getting less of us or that we're not being a great mother a great uh, person a great employee what it means actually is that when we are managing and directing and strategizing our life and we're no longer the victim of circumstance right we are the master of cause is that we not we become stronger for these people we're able to actually we have more resilience
1: yeah right you we can have be 100% patience. present you you're there cuz that's where you're, you're present mm-hmm. yeah
0: Yep. I think it's, it's almost like it's, it's just quieting the brain down is if you think about when we were younger or when you had children at an early age, right? When you were giving your baby the binky or something, because it was a way to self-soothe or back in the day, I may be, I may be dating myself. Cause I don't know if this method is still appropriate, but the yeah. Ferber method where you would, you would leave the baby and the baby would cry and then you would only leave them five minutes and then you would leave them six minutes and then 10. And then eventually the baby realized like, you're going to come back and the baby wouldn't cry and learn to self-soothe. He or she learned to self-soothe. And our emotions for so many of us, especially women who have managing the families, we are successful. We have responsibilities. Our emotions are very reactive versus responsive. Again, not wrong, not right, but they can be very reactive. And when we learn how to self-soothe, not in fawn so it's it's not that we're just not doing anything but we're self-soothing and then making inspired action that's where the key happens
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and you feel so good about yourself when you realize that um you're doing this and yes yeah
0: yes because that's it rachel like i want it's so funny you said that because i'm thinking it in my mind I was thinking about, because once you realize that you're, we're so in line with each other, oh, yeah. I, I swear like our vibes are together. But once you realize that you're doing this, that the life that you, that's in front of you now and the changes that you're making are a, res- are a direct correlation and result to the decisions and the actions and the behavioral patterns and the brain changes that you have made. This is it's not woo woo. We're not throwing a noodle against the wall and we're not doing any like, you know, snake oil tricks or voodoo dolls or none of that. We're, we're learning that by changing our thoughts, we're changing our patterns by changing the brain state and our physiological state of being and our vibrational frequency. We're bringing our heart and our brain into coherence, which then brings us to wholeness which then brings us to clarity and then attraction, right? And I, let's think of, I think it was a few months ago, there was something that was going on. And I remember during the group coaching call, there was something that was a little bit, you were, I think it was money that had been lost or something, right? And you're like- Right? You're like, I I, and you got a little nervous, like, oh my gosh, this money was lost. But then we spoke about getting into vibrational frequency again, getting into wholeness. Not to not, we're not putting our head in the sand, saying Mm -mm. you can't be upset about losing money. I mean, of course, yeah. We we when you misplace money, it's a little bit upsetting. But it was ridiculous. It was. (laughs) was, But what we what we realized is, okay, we're gonna ten percent, we're gonna look at what happened. But ninety percent, we're more focused on being the woman who that money is already back in her hands. It's already found. Mm -hmm. It's already back. And sure enough, a few weeks later you found it so so going deeper into that what happened is
1: I really focused on the work and I felt myself in a higher vibration and I was like yeah I'm still thinking about the money and I'm thinking don't worry about it it's gonna it's gonna come yeah and I just I think there was a a a moment in one of those calls I was like god I'm just at this higher level right now and I'm not worried about it because I know everything's gonna be okay and like everything felt better And I kid you not, I was, I was looking, I was filing a tax form or I was looking for something and I walked into my office and teetering on the edge of my desk, almost falling into the garbage can, but not quite. I lifted up a piece of paper and there was that little envelope of money. I had set it down when I was, you know, and I was like, "Yes, that's been there the whole time. Like I've been in that office for two weeks now doing other stuff and it just, I never saw it. I mean, yep. it really wasn't lost. Obviously it was right there the whole time.
0: And this is the perfect example of just how much vibrational frequency is, 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 is important to how we're showing up in the wholeness part mm-hmm. is because when we're on that lower level, we don't see it. It's right. It could literally right be right in front of your face as it was right? right. Like you traveled in and out. It just, it, you just didn't see it until you got your, your state and your physiological state to yes, you're looking, of course you want that money back, but you were like, I know it's going to find its way back to me. I know all is good. That's a Mm. higher level vibrational state. And boom, there it is. You see it. There it is. What I will tell you, Rachel, it's, it's the same thing with attracting a job, attracting a friend, attracting a partner is when we're on that right vibrational frequency, boom, there it is. It shows up.
1: And I think the next step for me is going to being, is going to be trusting that that's the right thing that showed
0: up? Because, you know, I'm okay, just so still let's new stay and... here for a second, because let's, okay. let's talk about this. This is, this is actually exciting to me. So two things here for me. One is, as these little, what I would call miracles and synchronicities happen now, again, I'm not negating that some of them can be pretty tricky and they're not necessarily something that feels good. It may feel uncomfortable, but when, when you see what the outcome is and you really see how the universe conspired for you, it, it reinforces your belief system to say that is actually true. Now I have data. I'm not, I'm not wondering if it's true. I'm not looking at other people to make my decision and to give me the safety that I actually experienced it. It is my experience. I saw it with my own eyes. I can now anchor myself on this belief system that is 100% valid and true. I could trust it, right? We can't necessarily trust in the world. We can't necessarily trust in people, but we could 100% trust in this because you know that it works and it's there. And so now that gives you the ability to rinse, wash, and repeat. Now, again, we may fall off the wagon a little bit, and maybe we move away from really feeling that anchor in 100%. I know it works. We may be going, oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it will. But then as we do the work on ourselves, we, we, we fall right back in line, and we know it does. And so what this gives us is just like you said, we, we now take a hold of our rightful role of the queen of our life. And we know we could go in any direction we want because we have data. Right. Right. And so we have the data. Now, the beauty of this, Rachel, this is what I was saying. The second part for you, like, hopefully it comes in the way you want it is I will tell you that what you are manifesting and what you want, the way you will know if you are truly in flow and you're, and you're manifesting from the field not just by weird stuff, but you, it, because it's, it's, you're doing this, you're bringing it to you. It's going to come to you in a way you can never imagine. It's going to come to you in a way that you never would be able to think about, right? Like this, this check, you thought that check was long gone. I think you thought you threw it away. <laughs> I think you, you know, or, or you lost right. it. We didn't even know you never in a million years would have thought it just, you'd find it dangling right on your, your desk. And so sometimes What will happen is, yes, you are going to attract things in that are going to correlate to your desire, but they may not always show up the way you expect it, number one, and it may not show up at the level you want, right? The good news is, is it gives you the ability to say, okay, great. If I attracted this into my life, like, let's say you attracted, you wanted to attract, I'm going to use this because I see a scissor in front of me right now, right? You know how they have scissors and letter openers? Yeah. like you have a nice desk like let's say you wanted to attract a beautiful place for you to open your mail so you 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 wanted to attract a gorgeous letter opener you wanted to attract a a desk, you know a, a tablet for your desk where you could write your calendar plus a pair of scissors right and so let's say you would tra- that's what you're looking for you could put that out there the manifestation you see yourself writing on this gorgeous Tablet, you see yourself with your letter opener and your scissors, and you're able to sit down and read the mail, and you're feeling it with your cup of coffee, right? You're really in it, and you're visualizing it. And let's say, you know, whatever life goes on, and then all of a sudden, you know, someone sends you because you volunteer at school or something, and someone gives you like a piece of paper, kids, scissors, and other things, and yeah, you you manifested it, but maybe you need to do a little more work, right? Yeah, but right. what's is. You're manifesting it. So it's not necessarily bad, but what the data is showing is that there's just more vibrational frequency that needs to be tweaked. So you, as you learn, because again, Rome wasn't built in a day. We're going from an infancy to a toddler to a, you know, a young child to adolescence to an adult. So sometimes it takes us time to learn how to do this thing called manifestation. And creation. And so you're gonna get feedback and you're gonna get data that's gonna come into your environment that's gonna correlate to what it is you manifested. But if it shows up in a way that you that it wasn't exactly what you desired, that's your opportunity to say, Wow, it showed up. I did that, even though it's a kid's scissor. I don't need a kid's scissor, right? But I show right. so, so now so what now do I need to do, do in my visualization, in my energy to to bring in the right size scissor for me? Make sense?
1: To be more specific for what you want to be more specific.
0: Yes. Yes. Because that's what it's all about. Right. Yes. I spoke about this on the alumni call.
1: Right. Like if I just
0: said, I want a
1: new relationship, well, that's not saying you want a good one with a beautiful person who has, you know, like values. It's just saying, bring me a relationship. It could be anything.
0: It could be anything. Right. And we're not even specifying that we want to, we want this relationship, the the amount of time we want this relationship for who this person is, what they bring to the table. So you could get good relationship with this person's really nice for a day. And then you find out he's a psycho, right? (laughs) Like that's not what we want. (laughs) We don't want that anymore. So what we realize is, is everything that we're manifesting and everything that's coming to your table is our ability never to look at it as right or wrong, bad or good. But what do I, is, does this match what, It my outcome is. And if it doesn't match my outcome, what could be good about this? What did this teach me? What did I learn from this experience? Right? Like what what are the people that I met? What did I learn? And then what, what can I do to increase it? So I do get what I want. And this Rachel is where it becomes fun because in the past, when there's a gap between where we are and where we want to be, most of us will fill it in with distress, worry, fear, doubt, uncertainty and and that what that does it just adds in years and years and years of gaps right now here we may not we don't we don't necessarily have the outcome that we're looking for but we are in 100% wholeness in the now right Where we we have 100% wholeness in the now and we can anticipate because we have certainty that our outcome is going to come to us. Faith. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's having faith in the uncertainty and it's being, making peace with the uncomfortability without making the meaning, right? It's just saying this feels uncomfortable to me, but it doesn't mean I'm not getting to my goal. What it means is it just feels different. It feels uncomfortable. But I'm not, like you said, I'm not going to fall suit to the old language and the old program, I'm not buying a ticket to the circus anymore. That yeah. old language and that old program, it's going to come and we could, you know, we could invite it in and have a cup of tea with it, but then we're going to give it its hat <laughs> and and, and squish it out. And then we're going to replace it with what we know to be certain. And that's everything conspires for me, never against me. Right. That I am living an exceptional life, not just a good life. And we go into our anchors. And like we spoke about with the alumni call, we, we are taking our flagpole and not, not making a home where our flagpole was, but creating the energy to bring in out of the field the manifestation of where we want our flagpole to be. So where do you want your flagpole? So now let's get into where you're working towards, Rachel. What would you like to sort of really be focused on in the next couple of months? What, what are you looking to concentrate on?
1: So that has been an area for me, Donna, as you know. Yep. I struggle with imagining, if yep. you are visioning, what it is that I truly want. And, um, this is something that I've struggled with in the past and, and I just, I'm finding little clues and I'm thinking, yes, that's, that's one little thing I'm going to, I'm, so my focus is really trying to figure out what it is I want. And I know what I don't want because I've already been there and I figured that out and I want, um, Sort of broad things, and I saw what I need to do is work on the specificity of what that is. Yes, you know, I want to travel. Okay, well, what does that mean? So, does that mean in 2023 I'm going to Greece? Yes, that's yes. What that it's, is.
0: On yes. it's on my calendar. Yes, on my calendar.
1: And yes. and you know, do I want to? Um, do I want to find a way to help other people? Yes. How am I going to do that? Oh, I am putting together a plan for like a group garden right now yeah. um, because water is scarce out here in California. And if I'm going to mm-hmm. water my garden, can we use a little bit of space in my garden that somebody doesn't have a garden and maybe they want to grow something
0: in my garden? And, Look how and beautiful it's that is because your expanse now your brain is open to seeing things. And I love where you're going is... You're, you're, you're being true to yourself and saying, okay, in the past, this was a, this was something that I, I was a challenge with. And now here's what I'm going to use to apply it. And I'm going to change. I'm not going to, you're not changing who you are. What you're saying is what, what am I going to do? And to get to that, like wh- to be exact, right. Is to be the specificity. Cause that's what we know we need. Right.
1: And you know, it's there's a there's a blind spot for me um in my life, like all these other little things that make me happy, I can imagine, but the blind spot for me is companionship. Yep. Um that's gonna be something that I struggle. That's not the way to look at it. I I I hear you. I hear you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm wondering if we if if we could if we could reverse or not reverse, but I'm wondering if you're open to giving it a giving it a different language, right? Because the way that we we yeah. speak about things and the way that we have a conversation about things, unknowingly, you are creating a subconscious rule in your brain of what that is. So I don't I don't necessarily see the companionship for you as a blind spot. I see it as a discovery opportunity, truly. I, I do, because if if in your heart, there is this desire to be with someone and to have a companion, whatever that looks like, that's that's God doesn't give us that desire to say you can't have it, right? He's not a sadistic God that's going to say, okay, you you can't have it or nope, just like the carrot. Nope, can't have it, Yes you can, no, you can't, Yes you no. that's not how it works. In your heart, if you have a desire for companion, that means there's a companion out there. So just like the check, if you're not on, if you're not the vibrational frequency of what that companion is is vibrating at, you will never see him. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the question now becomes: giving yourself the rule that I know in my heart, my companion is there. And it's not it's not looking to find him, but it's becoming the one to magnetically attract him. Do you see the difference? I do intellectually. <laughs> so this is where and I want you to write down, down for yourself, it. Rachel. So this is the question, right? So this is what happens intellectually, which is the five percent. You understand, but now the question and now the work where you're going to continue working is creating the subconscious patterns and beliefs that are going to support the new program for this part of your life. So there is no right or wrong here. There is no bad or good. This is just saying, this is the part of the journey I'm on is, is bringing in this companion. This is this is a person that's really important to me to bring in my life. What And this is going to take you some time. This is not something you could just dive into, right? You really want to sit down and be focused on this is what what is the code? It's almost like becoming the computer programmer. What is the code that I need to give my brain in order to... Bring this to pass.
1: Okay. So like I'm writing it out step by step, how to bring myself to be that person that is also Well, it,
0: it's starting with the conversation because what we know is if if we believe, if we if if our subconscious doesn't believe something could happen, it's not gonna happen, correct? Correct. Right. We understand that. So the, the first thing is what are the conversations I need to have to myself to give my subconscious the safety? For instance, what we use at Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond is, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to learning how to do this. So I'm wondering If, you know, so, and this is a perfect example, Rachel, because so many of us want answers like now we want to understand it. We want to know now, like, what do I need to do? What are my tools? How do I do it? That's, that's not what we do with Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond. Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond is focusing on the what it is we want and then allowing the universe to fill in the how, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So everything that brought you up into this point, even though it wasn't necessarily focused on a companion, ev- the, the the bridge that you moved over are the same tools you're going to, you're going to apply for your companion now. So now this journey gets to be fun where you get to say, what is it that I, what are, what are the programs? What are the belief systems? If I, if I were a woman, and even if we just put it out there, right, if I were a woman, who truly believed and it doesn't have to be you right if I were a woman who truly believed that this my soulmate is coming what would she believe what how would she be acting every day what are the things that she would be telling herself what are the things that she would be doing and just begin to explore this and google that's what I'm I'm gonna tell you right like I google things like I Google like great relationships and how do I, you know, what if someone were in a place where she was, you know, in the best part of her life and she's attracting the best relationships, what are the things that she would be doing? And you just begin to build your stacks of evidence for what it is you want because we have enough stacks of evidence for what we don't want.
1: Yeah, so maybe just seeing what that looks like by seeing other examples. Maybe that example isn't suited to me, but believing because I see it and then I can create what it is for me.
0: Exactly. And then I can
1: visualize. Okay.
0: Yes, and that's a great idea. (laughs) You just inspired action. You take one step and we refine it and we have fun with it. And not looking at this as hard and arduous, but fun and adventurous of because that's who you are. Let's incorporate who you are as a fun, adventurous, spontaneous person. And incorporate that to this next journey. Because here's the real truth, Rachel, and here's the fact, not feeling, that you will. As you build this and as you get focused for this companion, he, I have a feeling, and I know for a fact, spontaneously, it's going to be like he's going to drop in your life like that. Just like you found the check, this person's going to drop in your life, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you forever because that's exactly how it's going to happen because that's who you are. So maybe that's what it means. Maybe it means, you know, in a spontaneous moment, if you decide, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm supposed to do this right now, but I want to do this spontaneously, decide to do that because that's the person who already has her mate. That's what she would do. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Rachel, what's one thing that you could share in your journey from DG beginning to end? That if there's one person out there that's listening to you and that understands, and I think it's just a perfect example to say that our learning is never ending. That we we learn the tools, we get the foundation, and then there's a, there's a continuation of our journey because as if we're alive as a human being, there's different summits that we're going to reach. Right? We can't go in and mm-hmm. and 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 handle everything in our life that we want to fix we we gotta we gotta do one piece at a time right have the system in the process like you said so it's not fractured so we could get to one summit and then enjoy that summit get to the next summit but if you have if you know there's this one woman out there that that has been doing just like you and i early on listening to the podcast reading the books doing therapy going here going there trying these different things and just in her heart just can't seem to get out of her own way Like right? the thoughts are ruminating she's got good family she's got good friends but on the relationship side she's just stuck what would you say to her I would say
1: that whatever path you decide to take, you need to focus, stay focused, trust in the process, and don't let anyone else divert you, talk you out of, make you feel like you made the wrong choice because you can trust yourself. And the decision that you made brought you to the place you are right now in this moment. And that's not an accident. You are exactly in the place you should be and you're exactly where you should be. And when you can find a group, a person, a program that when you find it, you didn't find it by accident. First of all, it sort of found you when you are there, trust it and stick with it Yeah, and don't doubt yourself. Just don't look behind you. Keep looking forward, keep your eyes in front, trust in the process. Yep. And what you've learned, it's important. What I want to say too, is it's important when you write it down and your, your idea in this, in this program was to have journals. Well, I put all my one because I got lose things and I, I'm okay with that. Yep. So I knew what I needed to do. And I just sectioned out my journal. So the first part was the work. And the second part was the, um, gratitude. And then in the very kind of close to the back was the miracles and synchronicities. And then at the very end is where I put my, how come I'm amazing list. Cause I want to find it right away. It's on the back cover, baby. Like, yeah, I, that's I know- right. I
0: want to be right there. Easy access
1: easy access so the things that you learn along the way are not to be filed where they have to be filtered put them down in black and white yep reread them go back when you need to don't feel bad about that but trust the process so i think if anybody could hear birds i hope that they would understand that what i'm saying is latch on hold on tight and trust in it because the ride can be bumpy but you support, and if you don't let go, you're gonna find the end is more than you imagined. And I'm not even at an end; like this is an ongoing thing. And I feel like I found gold, like exactly. my gold. Yes, it's like the goose. I you're not a goose, but it's the goose <laughs> with the golden egg. But,
0: but true, it's the golden egg. Every time you go out, and and you're You know, you exemplify. You have found gold, and you are gold, and you. But there's still. We're still learning along the way, right? And I would say, I'm just yeah, putting this down, fun. right? Whatever path you yeah. decide to take, stay focused, trust yourself. You're in exactly the place you're supposed to be. Keep looking forward, right? And so, mm-hmm. this is perfect guidance, my friend, to take for yourself on this companion path.
1: Trust yourself.
0: Trust yourself. Stay focused and trust yourself and be aware of the feelings. Hey, listen, sometimes the feelings suck. Right? Sometimes the feelings suck and and they just don't feel good. But we never look at the feelings as the data of where we're going. We look at the facts. And the facts are when when you decide you want a companion, when you decide to stay focused, when you trust yourself and you know you're in exactly the right place at exactly the right time and you keep looking forward, it's going to happen. It has to happen. It has to. That's the data that we stay on. So that's the fun part
1: eyes forward yes because i think i think with relationship when i think about being with somebody all i have is the data from the past that didn't work for me so that's where i
0: need to go back through the forgiveness and just like yes and get rid of the old data right because that's if you think about it we're like books right we're published books we have the stories we could go back to that story and we could we could remove that chapter and it's not saying we're not we're not that part of our life didn't exist we're not saying that but what we're saying is our beliefs about what's possible in a relationship that's gone right we're not going to look at old data to to be, we're, you don't want to bring old luggage on a new trip
1: i don't want that size 2 taking up room in my suitcase no
0: you know what we need in our suitcase? We need our stuff because we're going to have fun. We're going, you know, we're traveling and we're adventure. So awesome. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today and for just having this conversation. I love you to pieces. You. I, I just am so just, I, I know this may sound, um, I don't want it to sound any other way other than truly loving to you. I'm just so proud of you, of, of your decision you. to choose you of your decision and what I would say, your fierce commitment to your future, never giving up, always looking forward. And for what you're sharing here today, there is someone out there who is in this divorce and gracefully and beyond community who absolutely needed to hear from you today. And so, you know, even as you were saying, you know, I want to help other people by doing this and, and by having this conversation, you've already begun manifesting that because you have helped if not one person, if not many right? And so if anybody is out there who's who's aligned with Rachel's story, who's aligned with me and, and my work and the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond community, what I would invite you to do is book a breakthrough to life and love call with me. And that's where we hop on the phone 45 minutes and we're going to chat and I'm going to tell you if I think that divorcing gracefully and beyond is for you and it's the right fit for where you're at, I'll let you know. And if I think that there's a different resource for you, I'm going to let you know that too, because I'm not attached to whether you come into DG or not. I'm attached to your liberation. I'm attached to your happiness. I'm attached to your soul in that sense. Um, and so when you're happy, then it's, it reverberates in the whole entire universe and we're all happy. So I have, I'll put a link in um, the comments, that will give you the availability to book a call, go ahead and do so. And other than that, I wish everybody an amazing rest of the day. Rachel, I'll see you soon again. Yeah. And Love you. And Feel here's i going to give you some homework, okay? So here's what I want between right. now and the next alumni call. All right, so, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, with Rachel is every month post graduation, I hold an alumni call that's only for graduates, and there's no charge to attend these classes. This is just an, an ongoing kind of connection that we have to keep doing the work because I want to keep supporting you and doing the work, and I also want to hear what the struggles and the thing, you know, the bumps along the road that we face post graduation, what we need to address. So, next alumni call. Let's go in and let's consider this to be what I would call an expedition or a journey of looking at what were those past patterns and beliefs that you had about what was possible for a relationship, right? Those, and those were the negative ones, right? What you experienced, what was what showed up versus the research that you've done on what could be possible, right? And what is available and different languaging towards that. And then let's talk about that when I see you next. Okay. 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 All right, I'll see you later. See you Hang on with the other me right side. here one second, and I'm just gonna go ahead and end. And I'll see everyone later on the DG side. Bye.